An entire city is in the ocean. A farm has been labeled as an airport. Highways <laughs> end in the middle of nowhere, and a <laughs> hospital now covers the entire center of British City, Stratford-upon-Avon, Shakespeare's home. Welcome to the new world of Apple Maps. Please. Guys, it's Thursday, September 20th, 2012, episode number 25 of Yet It's Yet Another Tech Show, yetanothertechshow.com. My name's Matt Lee. Joining me tonight, just these two guys, Ant Pruitt, what's up? I can't call it. What's going on? All right. Mike Rothman, how you doing tonight? I'm doing real well, guys. How is everybody out there? Everything is great. This is exciting. And... If Skype will finish not responding, we'll take phone calls tonight. Oh, hey, Skype, there it is. All right, 406-204-4687. Through the magic of Hangouts, my mixer and this Sony Vio, we bring you live tech talk. It's Yats. (laughs) So, big news, just to start us off and get it out of the freaking way... Who had a big phone announcement? Let me think. It, let me think. Hold on. Was it Windows? Pear? No. Uh, it might, might have been Samsung. Huh? Strawberries? No. I can't remember. <laughs> was this about somebody suing somebody? It's Apple. That was it. Suing. Oh, it. Lawsuit. Got it. Apple. What What was it this time? The The iPhone 4.1? S, <laughs> the, what I heard it was. I, I mean, it's the, it's the iPhone Hershey Bar edition. We talked a little bit about this on AOTA. Actually, <laughs> we'd spent like a good half hour just being curmudgeons. I feel I apologize for that. I egged them on, and I shouldn't have done that. So tonight, I'm going to do the opposite. And tell me what you love about the new iPhone. I love the pixels per inch. <laughs> love them. That's about all. Um, everything else been there, done that. You know what I mean. And, and catch it's, up. It's little. gonna it's gonna be a good device for them. Um, for them. And for that for that customer. <laughs> what base, do you mean, you know what I mean by them? I'm sorry. Aunt that sounds Pruitt. so bad. Jesus. <laughs> no, it's going to be a good phone for them. The, the processor is smaller and faster and supposedly more efficient. You of know, course. But the whole iOS 6 thing is starting to uh, blow up in their face a little bit today. Do tell. Know? Well, um, you already know that they're pissed off at Google and Google Maps. So they All right. went on and, and did their Apple Maps. and. When they displayed it back in, a, well, not displayed it, demoed it back in WWDC, um, it looked 
great, you know, with all of the panning and zooming and all that good stuff. It, it looked great. And I'm going to break but... news to you right now. All demos are BS. All demos. Wait a minute, not the demos I do. All, well, <laughs> except yours. Let me, except yours. Except <laughs> all demos, except for Aunt Pruitt's, are BS. Okay, all right. I, I stand no, but in they're, they're always fake, and they're like pre-made, and they're like a video. Yeah. You know, it's if Google Glass works half as good as that demo, <laughs> like we'll be set. <laughs> you know, but it's been a, a buzz on the web today. If you look at um, it's been a bunch of Apple Map memes going on. Uh, just about every page I went on, or especially in social media, somebody had a screen cap of. <laughs> Uh, a, a satellite view of wherever they were going, and it's all pixelated. Bridges are out, and really, buildings don't exist anymore. It, it's it's been pretty bad. Hey, let me paint you bad. guys a picture that Reuters painted uh, earlier today. <clears throat> An entire city is in the ocean. A farm has been labeled as an airport. Highways end in the middle of nowhere, and a hospital now covers the entire center of British city, Stratford-upon-Avon, Shakespeare's home. Welcome to the new world of Apple Maps. That's so bad. (laughs) He's greeted the iPhone and iPad users when they downloaded the highly anticipated update to the consumer giants mobile software platform ios 6 which this is the perfect time to debut a new game bit game that we're going to start playing here on yats and probably aota also it's called better or worse bring it on let's hear this better or worse okay i noticed today i had some updates on the GNX, uh, one of them was the Facebook app. Better or worse? <laughs> <laughs> did the update, did the latest update, and we're going to judge this based on the comments. So this is going to be good. And stars, because everything in life is, uh, is star-based. That's all that matters. That's all that matters, so... <laughs> I present to you better or worse, and you can play too. Call in 406-204-4687. So (laughs) if you gentlemen would care to bring up the Facebook app. I can't bring it up because you know where I stand on Facebook. Oh, sorry. I got it here. Sorry. He doesn't use Facebook. I I will be the gallery this time. All right, so let's see what's new. A new button in the upper right of newsfeed quickly shows who's available to message. Thanks, Facebook. New design for conversations and messages when sending messages. See who's act. You know, I saw that you can actually send text messages now through the Facebook Messenger app, which also got updated. Better or worse? Or worse. <laughs> it's fun. It's just fun. It's a fun little game we like to play. I'm loving this update on my HTC Thunderbolt, says Damn Axe. Won't load. One star. <laughs> <laughs> right off the bat. Jenna on a Motorola Photon 4G says worse. <laughs> what do you think? 
so yeah. far not doing so well. <laughs> I'm not so impressed. I think Facebook has to keep working on its app. You know who has a beautiful app? Is, Shane uh, Brady. What's up, Shane Brady? How you doing? Hey, guys. Hey, you're just in time to play a new game called Better or Worse. And this is whenever whenever apps update for iOS or Android. We're going to say, are they better or worse? The first Keep app we're clean. doing is Facebook. The Facebook <laughs> app had an update today. Shane? Keep it clean, Shane. We're on the air. We're live. So, Shane, what would you say the new Facebook update for Android? Is it better or worse? <laughs> well... Um, it's incentivized me to not use it. So <laughs> because of because better. of the access to your SMS messages or what? I just I am so tired of Facebook in general. Uh, <laughs> so you're saying worse? Not, it's a worse app, but it's better for my life since it makes me not want to use it. Update Good answer, Shane. Update is okay. One star. I'll give this app five stars when the glitches are worked out. Yeah, and hell freezes over. That's fine. It's still not native. It's still an uh, HTML5-ish app. All right, so I'm going to say on behalf, HoneyDip78 in the chat, would you say the new Facebook update is better or worse? (laughs) Uh, On behalf of Yats, I'm just going to say worse. (laughs) Worst app ever. So... All right, that's a fun little game we're gonna play once a week. Now, don't forget that Twitter also had an update. This I don't week. use that app. Well, listen, I I don't either. But... Oh. <laughs> and Honey Dip seventy eight says I still have a BlackBerry. Poor child. So sad. Oh, child. No, we um. I, I you guys remember... need this graphic. What's that? <laughs> Yeah, I, saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I looked. I looked Better at this Twitter app. Or worse. <laughs> Pretty much worse, man. Oh. I, I, when Twitter for Android was released, you know, over the last year or so, I never really got into it. I always stuck with the third-party Twitter clients. Sure. And they kept updating and kept updating and making it somewhat smoother or whatever. But I just didn't think it was intuitive enough. And so this recent update, everybody started fussing about it as soon as it came out. And I said, well, I I have to look, you know, just curious. And number one, when you first get into it, you start your list and you're looking at tweets that are a day or so old. They don't even start at the top of the list for me. There's no way to get into a menu or anything like that. The profile of it, they have the whole white space issue or more like a black space issue now, if you can see oh, that. Oh, that's pretty. You know, there's my teeny little avatar and all that blank space there for whatever so reason. So, eventually, it, all that Turn blank it space. landscape and that's what it looks like. That's all ad space, is it not? One would assume that. You, you would know, assume but this that. this thing, it, it just... Is that it, just poor formatting for the Nexus 7? Well, it does that on the uh, mobile as well. Is it really well, that hard yeah. to scale an app like using vector image? I mean, I don't, I, I'm not a programmer, but it's, like, it it's, seems it's like not. it's a menial thing to do. 
I, I laughed at this because, you know, everybody was just complaining. I said, it can't be that bad. It can't be that bad. And I went in trying to give it the benefit of the doubt. And, uh, yeah, that's why there's so many third-party Twitter clients out there. Yeah, I'm the still iOS using one. They eliminated the ability to just press on a link from the from the timeline and go to the page or something. They're on what? The, they're, I heard that uh, complaint today on uh, on uh, Twig. I'm still oh, yeah, using so Seismic, sad. and I, I'll tell you what. I'm not happy that they made it like a pay kind of thing. And Seismic ping, like to have to pay a subscription to be able to post to multiple, like that's such a dumb way to do it. I'm sorry, I don't like that. But it seems like it's going slower and slower and slower. And I don't know if it's because I have like eight accounts in there or what. <laughs> but well, they just got bought, so maybe they're already on the abandoned. Seismic did? Louis Lemur's yep. Seismic? Yeah. Wow. Oh, really? Sweet well, deal, Louis. The, the new Twitter APIs are forcing him out of business. That's what I was going to ask. Is it their fault that there's like this set delay because you're not a native Twitter client or is it just, I don't know, stupid. It's what it is. It's really stupid. I don't like it, but I'll still use it because I bought it. Well, Mike, let me ask you, you, if they're forcing him out of business, isn't Seasonic available to to work with Facebook as well? Facebook is supported by it. So, I mean, there's still a ton of users there. It's He's really going to take that much of a beating just because Twitter says no? Hey, don't he, underestimate. He, he, he cashed in. He, he's out. Hootsuite basically wanted the users. Oh, so Hootsuite got it? Hootsuite yeah. bought him. Oh, okay. I actually have a post on buffer overflow show i'll put it in the the public chat here that's my uh, a whole rundown of seismic and then i also wrote one about my six cents social media yeah, that apps cool that make app. your life easier good stuff that was a cool app yeah i like that so uh any other iphone thoughts comments uh, moving on i assume we all bash the ios maps already better yeah, yeah. Or worse. <laughs> uh, you guys have that website, the t- the Tumblr website, uh, iOS fails or something. iOS map fails. Well, that's oh, pretty awesome. I I yeah, laid us out everywhere. a nice a nice. Uh, I don't even know what that was called. A movie intro about what it is. Um, while we're talking about Twitter's API and stuff, do you, are you guys familiar with if if this then that? What's it called? I F T T T. Yeah, I'm a user. Uh, there's a piece on TechCrunch that says IFTTT has actually been in violation of Twitter's API for months. Yeah, you pointed that out to me, you know. For months. What's up? If this, <laughs> then that. Oh, man. Explain, explain it to me, man. I've heard Patrick Norton and other people talk about it, but I've never used it. How does it work? It, it basically, it's like... It's like really basic computer program like code, like if this, then that. So you can say, I don't know, Shane, I don't use it. Shane probably, do, you could explain it better. But basically you just say, switching case statements. if this happens, if this posts, if a link, if a picture, then send it here. Then do this with it. Then do that okay. with yeah, it. The, it's, the genius of it is it works with like a hundred different right? services around the internet. Yeah. So, wow. for example, I have it check the local weather forecast 
And if the forecast is for rain... If tornado warning, then... Yes. (laughs) Then it sends me an email saying, forecast rain tomorrow. Oh, wow. That's neat. Yeah. Or if I wanted to, instead, I could have a, a Twitter direct message, forecast rain tomorrow. You know, and that's why Twitter's got You can it. have it text message your actual phone. I mean, you can have it Evernote stuff. You can have it do anything you can think of. Tons of stuff. What I have it do is, is take a, a, my uh, Instagram feed mm-hmm. and automatically post it to the specific Tumblr blog that I have. Nice. No way I could ever do that. Um, I don't actually do any of the programming map, but there are so many rest-take home recipes out there. Yeah, yeah. For, There's a big for, community uh, out there. It's just like the make community. Like, putting up 3d plans and stuff there's just all it's, these it's, if this then that awesome. and to get out there just uh ifttt.com and one of these days and check it out it's pretty cool yeah i have okay, to but, but i have a prediction before we leave the topic and that is i think this move by apple to replace google maps is going to is going to convincingly demonstrate to users that Apple does not have users' best interests at heart. This is, right. If this they're is just doing it as a little FU to Google and yeah. and then their customers are just collateral damage. Because like, like we were talking about earlier, that piece on Reuters, like people are really not happy about it. Like you cripple the device over petty bickering or yeah. – I mean really? – but well, who's to say Apple is not able to go out and get some other all-star developers? You know? Why didn't they? It's supposedly they've been working on this for five years. Because they all work at Google and Facebook, dude. <laughs> they say the <laughs> app is already facing criticism from users globally for a number of geographical errors, missing information, because it lacks features that made Google Maps so popular, including public transit directions, comprehensive traffic data, and street view pictures. And I don't know if you guys have this available where you live, but I noticed it finally getting to Kansas City is the inside view, where um, if you I don't know if you pay is that the navigation the nav view? No, no, no. You actually hire somebody to come in and take high oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. pictures in, of your business inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can actually walk through. I saw it on the Twitter. Uh, Leo Laporte talked about the Twitch yeah, studio. Yeah, Twig, that's cool. But I went to, and I found it for a couple of locations in Kansas City. So I originally thought it was just rolling out in San Francisco, but, I mean, Apple, they don't have anything like that. And Google is thinking way, way beyond. Um, and if if Apple's speed to fix Siri is any indication, <laughs> Maps is going to be in a hurting for quite a while. Yeah, that's, that's more diff- That's harder to fix. Big strategic error on this part. I always thought that would be such a cool job to be the guy that just drives around with the thing. But then I thought, wouldn't it be a better business model to go into each town, go to the delivery service people, like people like me, people like pizza delivery guys, and equip their vehicle with that and just let them go about their day? It seems like you could do that, pay them a little bit of money just to make their day and have so much more done so so quickly by people who know the area even. But I don't know. Just just a thought. Well, would your business allow it? I'm sure. 
My business was stoked when I told them I could map my water routes and lay markers having pictures of the place, uh, information, all the account information. I did that for like a month, dude. It was so great. That's cool, And he was blown away. So now I have in my Google Maps, under my maps, I have each of my water routes and it shows... Ever, like each stop and all that, yeah. It's it yeah, looks not, really not better. getting on an Apple Maps. I also think the lack of no the ever right component is 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 big too. Plus, don't, isn't just Apple's their terms of service or whatever for submitting apps? It would basically disallow any map any third party say me and you wanted to make a mapping thing like we couldn't even get it in there anyway because it no i, th- I think reproduces I think their functionality though right because isn't this their maps so anything that reproduces that functionality would be kicked disallowed yeah i think, yeah, I I think know, if, well they have uh tom tom and jarman i think have uh, have apps in the ios store I, uh, I yeah, think but wasn't that their Google partner map. for their maps? It is now, but Jarman wasn't. You're oh. going to see a Google Maps app in probably two or three months. Let let the uh, suffering really settle in for the Google, right? uh, for the iOS users, and then make a big splashing announcement. I mean, buy TV advertising. I mean, they could they could get a lot of those users back. There's no doubt about it. That's and they're they're going to do that. And, and you know. The, the, the thought that Apple is going to catch up with Google in ter- in terms of map- mapping technology in- any time in the next five years is just laughable. Well, Mike, what if they redirected the money they're burning and throwing at these lawyers for the lawsuits and focused that on their mobile mapping? <laughs> then could they do it? <laughs> it's well, a lot maybe of money. in five years. Maybe. maybe in five years it, it would be a hell of a lot better use of that money than they're <laughs> Spending on a bunch of lawyers, a better investment than just screwing people over. Yeah, patent wars. Patent wars. You know what's even better? What? I was a question for how you guys use Google Maps. Am I the only person who will often go to my desktop at work, do some searching, and then pick it up on my phone when I actually have to go someplace? I do it all the time. I always do it on the go. I'm sort of fifty-fifty myself. Apple has no desktop. There's no website version of it. No, at all, right? Yeah. And you know what I was going to say is I think it's even worse that the users had Google Maps for so long. It's better to have never loved than to have loved and lost or whatever. How does that saying go? It's better to have had Google Maps than... Not right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. He's a philosopher, folks. Indeed. So, All right. Uh, moving on. Speaking of five years, every five years, next five years, we're going to have great improvements in our batteries. Did you see this uh, article in USA News at the edge? Spray on battery technology puts a charge into energy field. Hmm? I, I like it. Imagine the day you'll be able to recharge your new mobile gadgets on the, with the clothes you're wearing or even the paint on the gadgets themselves. Who's echoing? I, I'm going to... Everybody mute. <laughs> Several years ago, mute? researchers began to study the world of ultra-thin batteries. Uh, this is at Stanford University. They announced in the proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences in 2009 that they had created batteries made out of a plain copier paper. The researchers used carbon nanotubes, an interconnected mesh of millions of fibers, 
to store the energy and generate electricity. That's so awesome if it works. Uh, now researchers at Rice University have taken this research a step further and are much closer to an actual paintable battery. Uh, they're going to develop this technique which a lithium-ion battery can be painted on virtually any surface. Just, I, well, it sounds just really cool. Right? That sounds way it? cool. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. What, what, are, what are the applications for it? You know, are you going to paint the inside I'm gonna of paint your cell phone house. case? Or? I'm going to paint my whole damn house. And then do what? And charge some. Sh- um, and Tur- charge turn on everything. A light bulb. <laughs> right. <laughs> what? <laughs> I I just don't see where they're going with that. The know? paintable battery, which could be combined with solar cells to generate power, consists of spray painted layers that represent the components of a traditional battery. The research findings uh, were explained. The rechargeable battery was created in the material science lab in Ajayan a mechanical engineering and material science professor at Rice. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm curious. I'm trying to... Um, oh, here. In at least one of the experiments, the batteries alone powered light-emitting diodes, LEDs, which are okay. just power-hungry. Okay. <laughs> uh, that spelled out rice. Okay. Shout out to the Chinese. For six hours... <laughs> With 2.4 volts. Six hours, 2.4 volts. What, how much so, in other words, it still had no real-world application. LEDs, yeah. sucker. Okay, so, real. again, it's real. Research. It's real, I'm just saying. Well, you know, it, maybe it's hopeful. Maybe because we need a breakthrough on battery technology. Battery, yeah. battery power is such a limitation of our devices. But every today. single time... It's always five years off. Always. Everything is always five years off like that. that. That's the media's fault. It, well, it's just yeah. It's sloppy science reporting. I'm sure rarely is that the actual researchers being like, no, I swear, five more years, guys. <laughs> that's because that's cause the media figures that none of us can remember more than three weeks. They're probably right about that's that. That's a good point, me. Mike. I think Mike's yeah. got it. <laughs> Media, they've outfoxed us again. I, I, <laughs> just, I, I just don't see it, man. I, I, I don't. I mean, it's it's nice to see an improvement. What we have now with lithium ion and, and cell phones and laptops, but paint on, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I haven't had enough to drink tonight to wrap my head around this just yet. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Sure. That's always a limitation. <laughs> you got to work on it, brother. <laughs> All right, sorry, I'm trying to get Chris in here, but um, let's see. Let's go. Let's. You guys know what the Ig Nobels are? The Ig Nobel prizes? Are, are you guys familiar? Yeah. All right, let's. <laughs> I love these things. Each year, people are nominated for Ig Nobel prizes. Sometimes they're awesome, cool weird science stuff and sometimes they're just people being just complete idiots um so i've never heard of ignobels really dude i'll, I'll wiki ignobel <laughs> oh i'm checking i'm checking not your your piece hey now. you check it out can can you can you take us while i get chris in here 
Or should I wait? Anyway. The device that shuts people up, dynamics of sloshing coffee are the among 2012. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so <laughs> one of the winners this year, it was called the Speech Jammer, and it basically disrupts a person's speech by repeating their own words or their own voice at a delay of a few hundred milliseconds. It was named Thursday, 2012 winner of the eggs. That's so awesome. I, I don't cool. know. I, I but- just... I think that's so great. I want to say I think I heard about that. Um, is it like a, a regular decibel that they hear, it, or is it some something really, really low? <laughs> they said the echo and it, and effect. It with their mind. The echo effect of the device is just annoying enough to get someone to sputter and stop and then poop their pants. No. <laughs> I could use that at work any number of times. <laughs> You know how how do people come up with that? It, it's what what is going to annoy the hell out of you the most today? Every time <laughs> you want to hear the most annoying sound it, in the world, you know, like yeah, <laughs> I makes do. Me think of, <laughs> it makes me think of how the theaters. I don't know if they do it in in your area, but some of the theaters here used to play uh, a a specific pitch outside. Um, that only certain folks, certain age groups could hear. Oh, and basically, it, yeah, and basically it would annoy them, and they it kept them from loitering as much, you know what I mean? I heard that was a thing in, in London, or in the UK in general, that they did, and it was what uh, Shane said, is that they would play that mosquito frequency, and little kids would just go crazy, and they, they just wouldn't go near the place after. Yeah, they did that. they did that here in this area for a couple of the theaters. I remember reading about it and I didn't know what to think. I thought it was a, a little cruel, but then again, no one was hurt. <laughs> right. Just, <laughs> you know, just to get off my lawn, get out of my parking lot. <laughs> right. <You know. laughs> uh, and also, it's a good test to see if you're getting old or not. Yeah, that was, that was what they're... Um, There's a test I'd fail. <laughs> <laughs> but that's pretty neat, though. Just Just blasting what you say just annoys the crap out of you. <laughs> I think it's right? awesome. Just be like, I love hearing myself talk, just not at that delay. <laughs> well, okay, so the scientists have also figured out the reason that uh, people slosh coffee. You know, you're walking down the hall and suddenly the the coffee, and you got a cup of coffee in your hand, suddenly it sloshes out of the cup and spills on the carpet. Yeah. That ever happened to you? Okay, this is this is brilliant now. They've come <laughs> up with the reasons. Uh, and the reasons include a person's walking speed, their mental focus, and surprisingly enough, the amount of noise in the background. Are all th- reasons that explain sloshing. Well, uh, I, I give ho- them... Go ahead. <laughs> I, ho- I hope they didn't spend a lot of money to figure that out. <laughs> This well, is see, important I research. An extra variable Mike. on that. I have a cane. This is very uh-huh. important research. <laughs> and I do that every daggum day. Uh, oh my uh, gosh! The scientists made a lot of money on that discovery. Uh-huh. <laughs> my goodness! And what else is in here? All right. We, um, you know what? I hate this sometimes. Hold on. There we go. Okay. So you get Chris to call in. I'm getting there. 
it, the invite <laughs> thing because he wasn't following and we weren't like it. It has a delay in it apparently. Oh, okay. So every time well, I try, Mike, to... tell tell us about your one X and tethering, man. Oh yeah, Mike. Oh, you a few episodes ago, you had a question about your new one X and how to get it to tether. And the problem we were having is that HTC makes it particularly difficult to hack their tethering without rooting or roming. And we had a few suggestions, Mike. Did any of them save you? Actually, they did. You gave me an excellent suggestion. What? After trying a few that did not work, and mostly I didn't have to try them. I could find other experiences on the web that said, you know, this doesn't work. Uh, but ultimately, I tried uh, FoxFi, which is a tethering app. Uh, now, you do have to sideload it into your device, but that's, I mean, that's manageable. That doesn't screw anything up no. and uh, once it's side loaded it uh, starts up real well works seamlessly uh, has a nice little control panel that you can turn on uh, turn on a hot spot or turn on tethering and uh, also supports uh, encrypted tethering that is supposed to block the ability of your carrier AT&T in my case from detecting the the tethering. Very cool. And hey, hold on, hold on, Mike. Chris Miller in the house. What's up, man? What's going on? Hey, hey good to have oh, you here, Chris. Chris. Not a problem. Fixing my lower third because I don't want to look unlike everybody else. Yeah, yeah. I'm anti lower third, but that's fine. I'm more of a lower half kind of guy. So you oh. have a <laughs> show, right? What What's your show all about? Uh, which one? This? We have five. So. Are we you... just recorded, and I know Ant will appreciate this. We just recorded BlackBerry today. <laughs> oh, gotta gotta follow that. Uh, we it's have fantastic. Hey, we broke uh, half a million downloads in eighteen episodes. That a boy! Sweet. Wow! Impressive. All people like downloading it, waiting to hear the one day where BlackBerry is just dead. Finally, they're well, like, we're, Finally. A bit, we're a little bit different. We do the consumer side on that show, so it's about oh, nice. the best app, the best tip, the best uh, you know latest news for consumers. That we're not must worried be about hard. The servers and stuff. No, it's actually pretty cool. The one they just did was the one today was really cool. That's cool, man. Really cool. Right on. Now, there, Mike, uh, you were also messing around with some different keyboards, and uh, what was a couple of recommendations? Swift Key Three, uh, AI Type, uh, Swipe. <laughs> I I hate Swipe so bad. But which which one did you end up going with on your one? I there? am in love with Swift Key Three. Isn't it great? Uh, are you? It is, it is so cool. Are you precise or are you a rapid typist? I am. I started out precise because I have that sort of nature to begin with. Sure, and I'm sure. not all that dexterous to go really super fast. And the precision is key, or the the prediction. I mean, is key. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm finding now that I can type. The, I can start in with a thought, type the first letter of the word, and it gets. It, like it gets the whole thought in there. I was, I don't know, I mentioned this on Attack of the Androids, I think, but I was writing some of the music to these songs, these rap songs, and I was like just kind of looking at some of the predictions it was doing because I had been writing so many songs on the tablet using SwiftKey that I, I almost felt like I was a little cheating because sometimes I would go with what SwiftKey thought instead of what I was thinking. 
I don't know. It's really interesting to see, like, watching it learn and, and everything, yeah. and your style. Yeah. Just make sure you give Swift Key a writer's credit. I know, right? Album. Ghost Rider, Swift Key 3, Tablet. <laughs> did you Mike, pull up your stats? Swift... What's that, did you, did, Chris? Did you, pull up your, did you pull up your stats yet? Because I pull up my stats all the time to see how many yeah. keystrokes, efficiency, and all that Check stuff. Check this amazing. out. I have. It is really cool to see how many keystrokes it saved me and, and all of this stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got it up there. I'm generating my typing heat map. Does SwiftKey use the Google uh, voice dictation back end, or is it still use it? No, own? actually, that's another reason I, I ended up going with that over AI type is their when you hold down on the microphone, it's ICS or in this case, it's jelly bean. It's that prediction or it, the, that voice. Which Their is engine. Awesome. Yeah. It's so great. But yeah, here's some problem I have with swipe. Here's a few stats. I, I don't know. I hate, I hate swipe. Nice and blurry, but lots of now good. Does, does anybody use swipe in this, uh, on this, uh, team here? You know, I tried it. I tried it and used it for a while, like Shane. But I don't know. I find driving for a living, like swiping in the vehicle, is just ridiculous. Like it's so stupid. You never, never swipe and drive. Okay, don't go there. Don't swipe. The only people I've seen using swipe are uh, like the younger generation. You know, that's because they don't know how to type. That's because the younger generation doesn't know home and they don't know how to type. Yeah, I'm yeah. installing SwiftKey right now because I had I've had it before, <laughs> but it didn't support the Google voice dictation. On yeah, it, yeah, uh, they fixed that. I think a few, like two or three updates ago, I think they fixed it. But yeah, it's all good now and it's fantastic. I love it. Such a winning recommendation, and I feel like I've just tapped the 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 surface of the application. There are a lot of stuff I'm still learning about uh, to make maximum use of it. Well, did you have it, how did you have it check your, learn your your typing and texting? Because you can have it follow your RSS feeds, you can go through Twitter. Yeah, that's, I sent through. it, all of that yeah. stuff. I've, I've got, I've got a, a Google mailbox of about nine gigabytes or something. And I, <laughs> I, You're I, like, I, hey, SwiftKey, <laughs> read my mail. Exactly. <laughs> it's brilliant, wow. Mike. Yeah. You know, and it does that, and it comes back, and I get a notification about an hour later saying, okay, we've, we've read your 10 million. <laughs> Very cool. So my SwiftKey 3 almost tried to commit suicide. It's like I read your Facebook, I read your Twitter, I read all five of your show notes, I read your email, I read your text message. I can't. I can't. Uninstalling myself. I'm done. <laughs> I, like, I like the alternate features inside of that keyboard. Um, yeah. Because today I was reading Gina Smith's post about Apple and Samsung's uh, further patent information. And I went to leave a comment on it. And, of course, I needed to edit it because, you know, I fat-fingered it. And you get into the alternate keys on there, and you have arrows just like you do on a regular keyboard. And just being able to go back that way instead of having to, put my big finger on the screen and pre- precisely put it between two letters. It, it's, it's pretty neat. I you love know that what? Keyboard, that was man. one thing I was really bummed out about when I flashed CM10 over uh, whatever came on the Prime. is In ICS, when you would like hold down in a text box, a magnifier would come up. And that I was like, why isn't it like that everywhere? That's how it should be yeah. done. But then in, in the CM10 build, like it's not there. So you have to enable yeah. the arrow keys. And I mean, on a tablet, obviously, you have much more room, so you can make your keyboard nice and, and, and decently sized. 
Now, yeah, did you we, cover on the keyboard that you can run multiple languages at once? So you can run two languages at one time. I'm a, I'm a yes. Yuna language kind yeah. of guy. So I've got English and Spanish loaded for grins. And so every now and then I'll throw a Spanish word in. I'll do a little Spanglish. Ah, <laughs> oh, sweet. You See, are no a... other system keyboard does that. So I can, you can load and it has so many languages that you're possible, but you're able then when you're doing your type ahead, it'll actually have both languages popping up as um, alternatives. That's yeah. pretty smart. It's very slick. It's actually then when, you, when you install it, it asks you which language package you want, and it has has this huge list. You could do but, two at once, and the most important question is, what color uh, keyboard did you choose? Oh, of course, you had to go with the orange, man, the cobalt. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Orange? No, I picked pumpkin. That's, that's I mean, pumpkin. One. That's what it is. Pumpkin. That's what it is. Yeah. That's the one I got. I had to do I, it. Had to go with that. I'm sorry, guys. Holo. All the way. No, I tried it. Didn't like it. Love it. <laughs> Love it on the GNX. Holo. Holo See, I haven't the changed jelly. my keyboard color yet. I got to get into that. Oh, yeah, Mike. Come on. Come you got to. Mike, geek out now. You got to get in <laughs> to those settings, brother. Geek out for us, man. Get, I got to let my inner geek come out. <laughs> get all up in those settings. All right. Oh, we got about 10 minutes left. I want to introduce you guys to my friend and potentially your f- new friend, Baxter. Uh-oh. Yes, Baxter the robot. Uh, you guys can call us if you guys want to say hi real quick for the the last part of the show here. Four zero six two zero four four six eight seven. Baxter, he's the kind of guy that you know you'd find hanging around in factories or or warehouses or you know stuff like that. Um, the guy from iRobot, Rodney Brooks, the, he's a co-founder. Uh, nice. He now is at Rethink Robotics. He says no. I'm building a better one, one that can work and work with and be operated by normal humans, all right? Not talking about me, you, Chris, Mike, or Shane. I'm talking about the normal humans, right? Anybody can operate this new Baxter. What do you guys think? Singularity is near new Baxter in every house and home and trailer and Walmart so do you want my iRobot experiences? Yes. Would that be better? Yes. So I, I have the so I have the uh Roomba. All right. Uh got a got a Roomba. Um I also had the iRobot lawnmower that would cut your grass automatically. Really? Do, oh, is that, that is that seems so gimmicky, but does it actually cut some grass or what? It is amazing. So I will tell you if you have any slope in your yard over about over 15 degrees or so don't don't get it but if you have a semi-flat yard you lay out a line just like you would an invisible fence for a dog well, i'm just saying like we live in montana up here and we like our yards are fields and i, yeah. I just i feel like that is just not gonna cut it no problem. no i saw ants i saw ants face it came off the chart i got the bigger model it came off the charger on schedule on its own would cut the grass and go back to the charger and charge itself man that's hot it was uh, the neighbor would watch, and he goes, "I've wasted my afternoon watching your little thing cut your grass." <laughs> <laughs> just like out there having his little push mower, just giving the finger to the robot. Oh, man. And the robot, and it's just like the it's just like the Roomba, so it goes in a random pattern. He's like, "I didn't think it would get it all, and it gets it all every time, and it does it." You when you first set it up, you have to uh, set the GPS on it. You put it in the middle of the yard and hit a button, and right. it spins and GPSs itself and learns learns where it is, and then off it goes. And then pretty wow. soon it's like cutting big middle fingers and, and nasty words into your lawn, blaming well, it on the kids. People from the airplanes. But no, it also has an edger <laughs> mode. 
And uh, you can also control it manually if you wanted, but the darn thing will it cuts your yard. It's amazing. That was pretty cool. On this guy, hey Chris, can I borrow that next weekend? It's well. Here's the other part: is, is it, it rooted and rommed? No, if you leave your home base area, it's disabled. So it's Whoa. keyed to the home base. So if someone stole it, it was ah. yeah. So it's like literally happy to see you when you get home. It's like I'm alive again. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. awesome. It's all charged up and ready to go. You could have it come out because it cuts with three blades that are about about that big. It mulches. You could have it go out twice a week and just and it doesn't leave stripes like normal yard services because it cuts in a random pattern. It's a nice smooth yard. And Dude, are you man. getting all this for the Yats show notes? Chris Miller's review. <laughs> I am. Uh, very good. Very good. I, I will have to say, being a, a, a guy that loved doing yard work, I would have. Oh, to pass does this? On it. Oh, this infuriates you? Get the good jets! I love getting more and going out and cutting. What's the most? What's the most acreage of one Ironbot can handle? Uh, about a quarter. They're actually know. more powerful in numbers. You got to get like a whole swarm of them. Because I have, I go five or six acres at a time, so I imagine I need a whole fleet. No, of you need like twenty deep. Twenty great deep. For your front yard, like the front and side yard, that'd be beautiful. When you went to that many acres, now forget it, man. It's the tractor. <laughs> it just gives oh, up. Gives up halfway I'm, through. I'm trying to. I'm trying to work out how much it cost me to to fly ant out here to do the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> right, and landscaping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I'd do it for free, Mike. I was yeah, just gonna. Like Dixie... say... Yeah, do you like Dixie Choppers? Yes. <laughs> your name is Toby. Oh. All right, um, Rodney Brooks. Just back to this real quick. He's he's uh, he's from MIT. Uh, he and some colleagues eventually founded iRobot, creators of the popular Roomba. Uh, his new company, Rethink, aims to revolutionize the industrial robots that work in factories around the world, just putting humans out of business. But hey, it's Baxter, so it's okay. I gotta see this thing. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't invite you to our uh, document. I'll, I'll put this in the, the chat for everybody. That's fine, but I'm just curious. Yeah, I want to see this thing. It's in the chat right now. If you click on the chat, you'll see it. Thank you, Shane. But, oh, thank you. Let me click that button. Oh, there it is. Here, click this button. I'll add you to the doc. Um, got before it. we get out of here. He's got the cute little uh, 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 cartoon eyes and eyebrows going there. Isn't that great? Yeah, I love yeah, it yeah, yeah. when they personify these things. His arms look almost as strong as Ant's arms. Ant has some pretty massive arms, does he not? Yeah. What yeah. you guys Ant don't is. know is that Ant's actually in a wheelchair, and that's how he gets right. That's why. <laughs> Murder ball. Low blow. Not quite Low blow. Not quite. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, was there anything else? Did you guys want to talk about? We kind of briefly went over, but the uh, we have from the examiner that Samsung confirms plans for patent lawsuit against the iPhone five. They're like, "F me? No, no, no. F you." And then to yeah, court yeah. they go. No, I, I, don't I had the show notes for uh, for at, or the other day for attacking the androids, but I thought it was interesting that. The day after, or a couple days after the iPhone 5 is announced and all that, that MasterCard comes out with a full SDK for uh, NFC payments. And the thing about PayPass is Google Wallet already works with it, but they're in, like, actual stores that people 
go to uh, CVS, Home Depot, um, some gas stations. So I don't know if this is a new initiative for for uh, Mastercard to make pay, uh, paying with your phone a day to day thing, but I thought the timing of that was really interesting. Well, so there's a bunch of apps that actually are trying to get in because all the phones that are not NFC enabled is a big part of it right there. So think about GoPayGo and a few others um, and the one that hasn't launched at Iris. So they keep trying to launch and they don't and they're not NFC based. MasterCard is going to try to take advantage of that entire thing by saying here, we'll be a provider of a credit card company. Amex isn't doing it. Visa isn't doing it yet um, and give you an NFC based app for your phone that any provider can then use their APIs to build an app into the phones. So that would actually expand what MasterCard usage. You'd have to get a MasterCard to use it. But I can see every carrier doing I mean, every uh, credit card provider doing this soon. Hey, Ant. Does everybody have a MasterCard? Everybody has a Visa. Everybody has Visa. a MasterCard. Hey, Ant, did you notice that Google Wallet stopped working on our Galaxy Nexi? Did you use that all? Well, well, I haven't had a chance to use it because there's nobody around here accepting it. Well, right, maybe but it, gas but it, it functioned. Like now, it doesn't even function. It's dead. Oh, really? Yeah, because Verizon, Verizon? Like, killed it. Did you notice that? Does yours work? No, I didn't Shane? know that. No, I open didn't the even app. Try. Open the app. It's just like, dirt. Nope. No, no, nope. don't open the app. No, look what it did to the HTC Evo. No, nah, oh, the if sweep you open of death. It, then nothing else after that will open till you reboot. If you don't open it, or <laughs> that's the work, worst. Work, right. As soon as you open Google Wallet, that you better plan on just using Wallet for the day because <laughs> oh, the rest wow. of your stuff is crapped oh, out. Just walking around bumping it on stuff. Like, take oh, this ten dollars, please. After I open Wallet, so if I click the Wallet icon here, if I click the yeah. Wallet icon, the rest of my stuff will be shot in a minute, and I won't be able to open. It'll get a white screen, and it's on the blogs everywhere. I'll have a solid white uh, Google Wallet. Here we Seriously. go. Google wow. Wallet. Here you, we go. Oh, uh, what's that say? This what? version of Google Wallet app is no longer supported. Please download the latest version. And then you click update and it goes to 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 what's it going to? Google Wallet's there for me. Google Holy Wallet. Cow. But now it won't let you because it says your device is incompatible. Hey, the new update. Let's let's do one more better or worse, shall we? The new. I like. Go ahead, man. I like this one. And it says right here, everybody. If you don't know about this, and hopefully you guys talked about it, it says spend your money now because your <laughs> yeah. prepaid card is gone. So I say dismiss. Now I'm going to close this and I'm going to go to another app and I'm going to get a big white screen because it sucks. Derp. Oh All right, guys. One more better or worse. The new Google Wallet update. White better. White screen. <laughs> Look at that. Or worse. What do you have to do again? What's the sequence again? Uh, open Google Wallet and then go to any app, and it just gives me a white screen that just looks like this crap right here. Man. What, what, what app? Because I mean, I'm uh, uh, in, uh, anyone, Internet, Foursquare, uh, any of them. Just, I just open an app, and it does it. And, and your, your I want uh, an HD solution. Evo 4G LTE. Um, I don't open Google Wallet unless I really plan on not – Unless I want to reboot my phone. Are there places where you live that support it, though? Like here, there's uh, nothing. But I've seen like three, and I haven't used it yet, and I have like $10 in credit to use. I was trying to figure out how to get that credit into like letting me buy something from the store, from the Play Store or something. Like it, You can't do nothing with it. You have to actually you get it. Re- I think they'll give you a refund. Uh, I don't know. I couldn't get you it. You have to, to touch something. Yeah, that's probably it. All right, uh, Mike, did you want to talk about this cable card installation with Comcast? 
<laughs> uh, just oh, take man. us out with a good mic rant, please. Well, you know, I, I had to get this cable card installed because I'm doing a review of a cable card tuner. By the way, the device itself is a really nice uh, device. It's uh, the uh, HD Home Run Prime, and a highly recommended, well-functioning device, but it depends on having a cable card installed. And Comcast did everything they could possibly think of to tell me that no way is a cable card going to work in my environment. Uh, you know, the phone support said, oh, we don't support those. Yeah, you have to support them. FCC requires it. Installer yeah. comes out, gives me about 10 reasons why it won't work in this environment. Last, last attempt of this guy uh, the, the, uh, to, to get this thing working. Uh, I go over to the device just to check it out one last time. And I say, well, could he possibly have put the card in upside down? No way. <laughs> no no way. I am not kidding you. 50%. He had put the card in the device upside down and then spent an hour trying to convince me that it didn't work. Did he use a hammer? Dick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. I miss the good old days when you could clone those things, those cable cards. Oh, man. Yeah. It was the best. It <laughs> Good. That's why we need a lightning port. Part of the brilliance of the cable card industry, you know, the cable, basically the cable industry, which is doing everything they can to fight cable cards, is that the device can go in upside down and it doesn't work that way. <laughs> That's all they have to do. Maybe he was paid to do that. Uh-huh. I think he probably Tin was. hats. Tin hats. Yeah. yeah. You know, that... You hear a lot of horror stories about the cable card installation, especially from the home theater PC folks that were, you know, trying to put these tuners on their on their network. And, and everybody said the same thing. It's just the biggest runaround to get a cable card installed on whatever device that they need. And I never quite understood why the different um, providers were so against it. I never they had to pay more overhead for or what? I never understood why people just didn't quit whining and buy one of those $30 ATI coax to USB uh, pass-throughs. That's how I used to do it before I just completely cut the cord. Like, right. coax in there, that into the computer, and boom, there it is. Record, do whatever. Right. But I don't no, know. The, and the, 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 the answer to your question is the cable companies make a lot of money selling their own uh, branded uh, cable boxes, digital cable okay. boxes. So they, you know, if you have one at home, they charge you monthly right. for it sitting there on your shelf. Which is funny right. that that's the exact thing Google got rid of in the in the Motorola thing. They're like, yeah, that we don't want that. You guys, yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us. Was there anything else we really wanted to cover, Ants? Anything um, we good? No, I think we got everything. Mike, good? Shane? I'm good. All right. Uh, thanks for joining us. Of course, yet another tech show.com every Wednesday or Thursday. Follow us on all the social networks. Chris Miller, thanks for joining us, man. Tell people where you're all, all at. Uh, at I do notes on every network known to man. That's uh, actually over 200 of them now, but uh, you can't find me there. 
simply the socialnetworker.com will get you all the links, all the sites, and all the shows. I used to play a game when I first met this guy. It was more like a scavenger hunt. It was more like a mission to find a social network that he wasn't on. Still, to this day, can't do it. Can't do it. Over 200 social networks out there. Amazing, right? This, Over 200. Now, no, there's more than that, but those are 200 that you'll know. 200 yeah, million. Oh, and man. there's 200 million. This guy is in, like, different languages and stuff. I was like, yeah. wow. Amazing. Yeah, I've been a couple of uh, Chinese social networks, too. I have the name yeah, there. So, yeah. Hey, Chris, wow. come back soon. Any time that uh, you know he gets uh, nice stuff to ask me, but I was actually in the studio tonight. We just recorded our show, and it all worked out timing wise. Hey, so I didn't even know you had a studio. I mean, you have five shows. I have five shows. You have a nice shiny mic. I have a gross, dusty mic. But hey, we should actually we should definitely start doing some some more shows together. It's good. To- I have a green screen right over there. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got the whole thing. Very cool. That's hot. Shane Brady on AOTA sometimes writing on and sometimes. Yeah. Punch the monkey, Shane Brady. If you didn't know, you better ask somebody. All right. Yet another tech show. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, everyone. Tech Show. Check us out online at yetanothertechshow.com.